Good morning, everybody. We live in interesting days. I'm sitting at home at the kitchen table, actually, and it's Saturday evening. And everything's changed in one week. Just one week ago, last Sunday morning, we had church service. We had fellowship. We had worship in the Word. We had a really good Sunday. Yeah, this, this cloud of the pandemic was kind of hanging over our heads. And some stayed home, and all of us were concerned about it. But it seemed kind of far away at that point. We were given a guideline of maximum gathering of 250 people. Monday morning, in my devotions, as I go through my devotions, I read a portion out of each of the five sections of the Bible. And my Old Testament passage in the history books was Second Chronicles. And I read from Second Chronicles... 20. It says, after this, the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Menuhites came to make war on Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. It is already in the Hazen Tamar. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. And he said, For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. As I read that passage, I thought, I wonder if that has any relevance to what's going to happen this week. Well, sure enough, it did. Later that morning, Monday morning, as we met staff meeting, we started to make plans. We were trying to adjust to the dangers of this transmission of the coronavirus. By 1 p.m., we discovered the governor of the state of Wisconsin had declared that there were to be no gatherings, more than 50 people. And by the end of the day, the limit was 10. Well, when you, when you have church as a community, a gathering and connection, what do you do when you're limited? What, what, what kind of actions can you take? Well, we know the church is not a building. It's about people on a mission. But still, we really count on gathering and connection. So we began to pray and say, God, what is it that you want from us? As I do every week, I'd been preparing a message for today, this Sunday, continuing our series in Genesis, but somehow it just didn't seem to fit. So I just wanted to share some thoughts with you. Some of these I sent in a letter. We sent an email out and a letter to anybody who had, didn't have access to online communication. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today, as I'm sure a lot of questions are in your minds. There's a brand new concept that came into play this week. It's the phrase, encourage connection, but discourage gathering. Encourage connection, but discourage gathering. And I say, those two phrases would have seemed, seemed completely contradictory, incomprehensible a couple weeks ago because we have a difficult time separating gathering 
and connection. But with the advent of the coronavirus, the pandemic, this COVID-19, that's exactly what we are called on to do. Our federal, state, and local governments have placed restrictions on gatherings of more than 10 people at one time in one place to prevent the transmission of this deadly virus. And in compliance with the law and out of great concern for the safety and well-being of all others, we are complying with that directive. What does that mean to us? Well, because of this circumstance, we are temporarily canceling all, and I say all group gatherings, over 10, temporarily because we don't believe this will last forever. How long? We don't know. Only God knows. We're not going to have Sunday morning worship for a period of time. No Sunday connection classes, and most connect groups are choosing not to meet because of the fear of spreading and the danger of spreading um, this virus. So what can we do? Well, we're going to do what Jehoshaphat did. We're going to start with praying. Praying, staying connected to God. Our nation is in desperate need of, of spiritual awakening. And I don't know if this is the instrument God is using for that. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. That healing is not just some kind of physical healing. It's a, it's a spiritual healing, an awakening of, of our need for God. We as Americans desperately need God. We don't, we're not always aware of that need. But in times like this, we know it. And I'm calling on all of you to pray. And I don't know how that is to take place. Uh, some of you may pray at home. Some of you may want to get other people on the phone or online and, and work together in Zoom or Skype or FaceTime and pray. But I would encourage you to take time to pray. Pray for your family and friends, neighbors, our leadership, our president who's working really hard over time to try to find solutions. And we know that they're finding physical solutions for this epidemic, and we ought to. Medical solutions, solutions of social distancing. There are a lot of things that we're doing to flatten the curve of infection. But the bottom line is that we need spiritual solutions. Our country needs to realize that we need God. Our dependence is on God. So pray. Secondly, I would encourage you to stay connected with other human beings. And I know that that we're limited to 10 people and we're limited because of our fear of a transmission of the virus to other people, especially people who are elderly or who have compromised uh, immune systems. But I want to encourage you to stay connected. The easiest way, of course, is by the phone, uh, calling one another, finding out how you're doing. And then stay connected to church. Pastor Josh and I are going to be doing our best to uh, put online on our, our website to begin with uh, an online message like this today. It'll be a little bit different, perhaps. Uh, we're, we're working on the technical issues of doing perhaps a video message instead of just audio. Um, but today and perhaps next Sunday will be audio. Um, we've talked about live streaming um, services. Um, 
it's for me for me I'll be honest with you live streaming a service with two people out there and it seems a little bit ingenuine it's kind of hard I know we could add a a laugh track and clap track and we can, we can do all kinds of things with a an online type thing but we're, we want to do what's best in communicating the word and encouraging uh, you as a church the body and and trying to keep us connected staying connected uh, to church and what's happening just so you know our, our office church office will remain open as usual Monday through Thursday uh, 9 to 4. If you have any needs, you can call the church office. You can email the church office. Email me. Uh, email uh, Pastor Josh. Any one of us. We want to be available uh, for that. Um, one of the things that's kind of interesting, just uh, as a matter of interest, the um, since we're not meeting for two to three weeks, we're not sure they're going to be working on, uh, on the uh, West Wing project while we're not there. So uh, there are some silver linings and some of these things and uh, uh, I think we'll be able to start at least start that project to get that that going but stay connected to church if you you can drop by anytime um, uh, we'll be there and fourth I just want to continue to give ask you to continue to give to support your church financially uh, you know that you can give online on our website you can mail uh, donations you can stop by uh, whatever whatever you want to do. And just, just for heads up, we have a benevolence fund that has, has funds in there. And if you have a personal need for, whether it's food or medicine, transportation, any of those kinds of needs, um, we have some funds available to provide that if you need it. Uh, so please let us know what your needs are. Our leadership team, pastors, LBA, and connect group leaders are going to be calling everybody in the congregation periodically. We want to check on you and make sure that you're doing well. We want to make sure that you have uh, have food, uh, essentials, your whatever those things are. Uh, there may be some that need transportation. We want to be available for that. Uh, but we may be picking up groceries, whatever it might be. We want to be available. We are the church. We are the body. We are family at this time. And even though we can't gather all together at once, uh, we can be together in spirit and stay connected with one another. This is a, a historically challenging time. Um, in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like this. But the church is at its finest in the times of the most difficult circumstances. And we want to be the church. You are the church, and we are the church. I know there's a lot of fear out there. People are afraid for a lot of things. Um, when I talk to people in different parts of the community, at the grocery store, uh, people who are uh, uh, working on my car, whatever that's, that's been in the last week, um, I ask them how they're going, how they're doing. And they said, We're, you know, I, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm, I'm afraid. Well, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God did not give us a spirit of fear. That fear does not come from God. He gave us love, power, and a sound mind. Um, and God is in control. No matter what we see, no matter what we think, God is still in control. And I want us to just live in that and rebuke the spirit of fear and replace it with the spirit of love, power, and sound mind. And I want to encourage you to stay connected. Even if we can't gather, let's stay connected. And again, if there's anything you need, please 
please let us know. I want to pray for us today. Father, we come to you knowing that this is a difficult time. This is a challenging time. It's, it's a historical event, more challenging perhaps than any other event in the life of our nation. And I just pray for our people that their confidence would be in you. We are saying we have no power to face this vast army. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. I pray that our eyes would be upon you today. And I pray that you would encourage us Keep us healthy and strong, Lord. Preserve life and strengthen us in the middle of this vast army that's attacking. And we're going to look forward to being stronger and going forward with confidence and faith that we would not look in fear at the circumstances, but we will look in faith at you, our God. And we pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.